<laughs> give it a hot test test. Give it a hot test. I'm gonna give it a cracker test. Oh. <laughs> There's a like mental thing that people who um, don't like the sound of eating, mm, mm-hmm. they just like cringed. They just like turned... And then there's other people who love the sound of eating. As ASMR. Um, right. Which my son, Sam, loves. He actually like will listen. Really? To, or like watch YouTubes of people crunching things and, and really? things being slurped and poured. And like, it's I like, like the buttery ASMR feelings. that I like I've seen is like. What is uh, Sounds bad. <laughs> it's ASMR. It's like, uh, my kids would be able to tell you. Like, it's that sound. Like, rep, like um, sounds of, I don't know. I could look it up on my phone, but mm. but there's ones where they do restocks, like where they take things out of packages and put them away beautifully. Yes. And mm. that that ASMR is very calming to me. Mm. Yes, I do like that too. But then I also get annoyed that like my fridge doesn't look that perfect. I know, me and too. And my pantry. Oh. I know, same. same and they'll girl, like same. take things out and stack them that are already perfectly stacked in their container. Yeah, they mm-hmm. take, well, there's a guy that I watch that's hilarious. I'll send you something on it. He's like all wrapped up in this blanket. <laughs> like, and he's like, Hello. and he's British. So he's like, oh, today we're going to talk about why I'm rich and you are poor. Look at me, I'm taking out the orange juice out of the clear container, put in another container because I'm not a papa. <laughs> and no, oh, you just keep your orange juice in a regular container? Well, look at you, you must be poor. Oh, I have 14 different types of ices. See the ices? Does he actually, oh, though? Yeah. <laughs> and then he's watching, like he's is watching. Is he trying them. to be funny or is he being yes. rude? He's trying to be funny and he's oh. hilarious. He's like, you just have regular ice. Oh, I have ice with roses in it. Aren't I <laughs> hilarious he's hilarious he makes me giggle every time i watch him and peter's peter doesn't like the sound of his voice so he's like what are you listening to i'm like i just don't understand the time that people have to do this like you have time to not only put your groceries away but to spend three hours putting them in different containers yeah that's what i don't that is some posh living right there (laughs) i was like i mean i'm a homemaker and a stay-at-home mom and i don't have that kind of time well i'm like it's going to be decimated in like three days yeah and like what happens when it all falls like it looks all great when it's stuck but then your kid's going to take one yogurt and that from the bottom yeah and that thing's going to be gone right so asmr stands for a Auto, you read. You read. I'm not a, you read that. I'm not a good reader. Autonomous sensory meridian response. Wow. And we still don't know what it means. Okay. So we'll just say a term used for des- describing tingling, static-like, or goosebump sensation in response to a specific triggering audio or visual stimuli. So okay. like that. Sound. So it could be good or bad. Yeah. Okay. And it could be anything. Yeah. It could so, be anything. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I okay. It's can't. like I know one of them. I don't know if it's because I'm an artist, but I love the ones of people sketching. So the sketching sounds that sound. would be like very charcoal, to you. yeah, charcoal, and like you see a, a, a. It's like even if it's sped up, all these sort of like hatch, hmm. you know, like yeah, crisp that sounds, lines. Yeah, that's kind of like what my brain loves. That and hmm. I do love the stacking ones. And then I love loons on a lake. Is that anything? <laughs> I think that's <laughs> normal. Cats purring. <laughs> You're just normal, Amy. We've all come to terms with it. I think she would like all the things that we're describing. I'm going to send she you would. as a guy, though. He's hilarious. Yeah, that's mm. funny. I mean, kind of funny and sad because I want to be the rich person making fun of all the poor people. But <laughs> No, I don't want to make fun of them. But Well, he's kind of like making fun of himself a little bit. Right, that's he? what yeah. he's saying. And he's just saying it's ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. this whole like... It's ridiculous, but I'm home, doing it. Yeah, this home edit... 
vibe of like everything being in rainbow color and everything being also it's like it's become so obnoxious so that's mm-hmm. basically what he's saying is like oh. we just can't have ice now like <laughs> right. now we have to have tiny balls of ice and cubes of ice and bricks of ice and ice shaped like butterflies and then mm-hmm. now we can't just have those all separated differently and are now they have to have fruit in them so now you have kiwi ice and strawberry ice and lemon ice and that's what he's trying to say is like yeah seriously like, first world so I don't even have an ice maker in my fridge I have three ice containers that I that three I fill up trays, right? about 12 times a day because mm-hmm. I go through so much ice mm-hmm. yeah because uh, you're always anemic sometimes yeah I guess hopefully not for long <laughs> <laughs> wink 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 um yeah <clears throat> okay wink wink Okay, I feel like I should go first. I was just going to say, can we go in reverse order today? Yes, I do not want to go last because you guys are mean. (laughs) We're not mean, we're just weird. We're naughty. (laughs) Naughty. Just get slap happy. (laughs) So you can be slap happy for mine, which is actually kind of serious. Mine is serious. Oh, gosh. I'm so glad I did a fun one. Because I'm always serious. I'm so excited. I shouldn't say it's serious. It's serious for me. And it's real time because I haven't laid eyeballs on you guys for two weeks. Yeah. Oh, Plus, gosh. Is this an announcement of some this sort? This is that you both oh, know, I'm gosh. sure. Oh, you gosh. Know I can't handle it. No, I don't really want to hear this again. <laughs> <laughs> it's real time, Rach. Okay. <laughs> this is just my weepy eye. Okay. I was like, are you crying? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rachel's literally falling apart. I am like, actually. If I have a... You can't see this, but I have an infected eye. <laughs> She's like, her <laughs> eyes are perpetually crying, but only one of them. It's yeah, her te- her teeth are filled like, with. Yeah, I have an emergency dental thing. I was in the ER last week with almost sepsis. Uh, <laughs> She's had just... a UTI. I'm having a. This hyrest- is it, folks. Hysterectomy. 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 <laughs> Hysterical. Hysterectomy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hysterical. <laughs> Arrest me. <laughs> Having a hysterectomy. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay. So it's my turn to have a real time not a counseling sesh, but we're going to play this out in real time sesh. Okay. Mm-mm. And uh, Rachel, stop it. I said, uh-oh. Oh, okay. She already knows. Do you know? Yes. Okay. Because I have a son who talks more than I do. But okay. So I was going to title this. Can he come up here, please? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> He could. I was going to title this episode Journey with Jesus, but then Rachel, it was the cutest thing ever. Um, we were driving, just London and I, and so she sends me this text. Can I just say what it was? It was yeah. kind of, she's like, Jesse is switching schools. Sam is devastated. I am devastated. And I was like, who told you? Because I was like, I haven't laid eyes on you for two weeks, and I want to tell you to your face. Right. And so Jesse's like, I wanted Sam to hear from me, so I just texted him, and I was like, well, his mother needs to hear from me. So, I mean, small town, whatever. But anyways, Lundy's <laughs> reading over our shoulders this conversation back and forth, and then Rachel sent this song called Nothing Stays the Same, and so we played it while we were driving, and London starts crying. She's like, I was crying. She's like, this is so sad. Oh, and, gosh. Uh, so we, and so that made me start crying, Ugh. and so it was so – it was – really darling but she's like I'm so sad for Rachie and for you (laughs) and so I was like well sweetie this is friendship and Mm. this is we have walked heavy things together our whole lives but this little tiny 10 year old girl's watching our back and forth and she just starts weeping and so Mm -hmm. so now the title is nothing stays the same which is also (laughs) less godly but accurate (laughs) so amen (laughs) so anyway Okay, what'd you say? <laughs> now both her eyes are weeping. <laughs> it's not just that it's both. <laughs> so um, any 
big decision we have ever made as a family always has its main conversations in the month of July, which is so bizarre to me. But Mm -hmm. looking back over our whole marriage, it is true. And so why I think that is the case, stop. Uh, Why I think that's the case is there's conversations or snippets of conversations. And I want to see if you guys are like this in your families. But all throughout the year, little snippets, little thoughts, little statements that will be like, ah, I don't think so. Or "Mm, maybe someday that's kind of how they go. So they Mm -hmm. kind of marinate in our hearts and our brains. And then every July, our whole life, we've always taken a week and literally like lifted ourselves up out of life and into the land of nothing, (laughs) you know, Rangeley or Duck Lake or wherever. And so we're we're in each other's space for like 10 days. And Mm -hmm. so always our major life decisions have Mm -hmm. always come about in July, which is so interesting. I remember the summer that we were made the decision where the church was growing and it was becoming multi-site. I had literally said, the words came out of my mouth like a week before we left on vacation. I had said, I love my life. I would literally change nothing about my life right now. (laughs) I said those words, that exact phrase. And while we were at Duck Lake, Kevin and I were sitting around the fire and the kids were doing something and he's like, I think that my season here is over. And I was like, what are you saying? Mm. And But I had seen and there had been little thoughts and little mm-hmm. statements. So it wasn't a surprise, but it was. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so that started the, okay, let's really flesh it out. Let's really talk it out. And let's really um, – and I, in my whole life, when we bought our very first house in Levant, like – whatever. Caden was a baby. I literally thought in my brain, Kevin was a youth pastor at the church he grew up in. I thought this is where we're going to (laughs) die. I literally thought that. That's what my parents, they, they built their house. They have lived in that house their entire life. Dad has had his same job for 50 years. Like that's my Mm. DNA, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, and I thought it's a little tiny, but we'll probably build on and, and this is where we'll be forever and ever. Amen. And we even bought a little shrub and called it this Caden shrub. And I'm like, we're going to watch it grow as he becomes whatever. And so then like he's mm-hmm. one and Kev's like, I, if I'm to go back and get my master's now is the time because we, we have only one kid. He's just a baby. We're not uprooting kids out of school. And it blew my mind mm-hmm. where I was like, I can't even like, my parents are going to kill you, which wasn't the case. But like, mm-hmm. it was devastation for me because mm-hmm. I'm such a root digger. And so that has been, Rachel's lived it. I mean, not crazy life changes, but big life changes. Our whole marriage, our whole life. You, yeah, you always say you married a nomad. <clears throat> I married a nomad, an adventurer, someone who is just up for a change. And a lot of my friends, you are that way, Rach, or in certain ways. Like you could move mm. every couple of years mm-hmm. where I'm like, I don't, why would I ever move? Like, do you know what I mean? So mm. a lot of my friends are made that way. I am not made that way at all, ever. But anyway, so back to school and my kiddos. We have always said kid by kid, year by year from the time that they were tiny. And I homeschooled them all until junior high, my oldest all the way up through. But at junior high age was when we made our really first big life change with our kids in play and us, um, Kevin feeling like his season at the church that he was at at the time being done. When a pastor leaves a church really to do it healthy, we believe you need to leave for a while, at least a season so that the new Mm -hmm. pastor can like... Make it his own. And people yes. look to him as the pastor mm-hmm. and was a worship pastor, but very similar. And so we went back to his home church and have been there for over two years. And so maybe three years. I don't know. It's a blur. But at the time, I mean, that was our life. That was our, our home. We 
like both of us were on staff. And so our kids and all of the staff, we all had kids similar ages. We all homeschooled. So it's like we had our own little mishmash, almost like a homeschool co-op where Mm -hmm. their buddies were their classmates and their friends. They lived, they did life together. And so when we stepped down from that, it was like they lost, they didn't lose their people, but they lost the time, this and just, continuous it looks, time. Yeah, it just looks so different. And so um, – and their circle, it would just – it changes things. Change brings change, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that was our very first time of saying, well, maybe we've always said kid by kid, year by year. So let's just look into the options in our area. And in our area, we've got two really sweet Christian schools. One Kevin grew up in his whole life. One I taught at for five years. And so we did an orientation at the smaller one. Kevin likes more small, more intimate, more sweet. It was parent run. I knew all the teachers. And so that's what started that journey. Izzy gave you your tour? Izzy gave me my tour. Yeah. Yes, she did. And it was only going to be for one of my kids. And then um, I remember Lundy was tiny, tiny. Oh, she would have been kindergarten age. And she found the kindergarten room. She's like, this is my room. And I was like, ah, wasn't really thinking about it for her. And then I found out my most favorite teacher of all time was going to be my other son's teacher. And I was like, okay, if we're doing this, we're all in. Like I can't wrap my brain around, like we're just all going to do it. And so that's how that story started. And so for two years, they went there and then COVID happened and life got a little weird. And we thought that we couldn't actually go there because of vaccination rules and stuff. And so we pulled them for the eighth grade year and then we went back last year. And so for the past two years, Jesse has been asking for a change. He's asked if he could try a new school. He's asked if he could play football. He's asked if he um, just could try something new. And my personality, and all of his friends are a grade higher than him. He's one of just a couple boys in his class. His two favorite teachers are, are leaving this year. And so he's just been asking and wanting this change for two years. And my personality is... No, we made our bed. This is what we're going to lay. It's not even, doesn't even cross my mind. It's not even an option on the table. And um, so that's how it's been for two years is I'm like, this is, this is our decision. This is what we're doing. And so this summer it was more Kevin just, I don't know if he got more involved in the conversation or just, I don't know, it's he's older or whatever, but Kevin's like, I'm okay if he wants to try something different. I'm okay if he wants to just try a new thing. And if he wants to do football, which a lot of people are horrified that we're going to, well, your kid does football, but we've always let our boys do dangerous things. So that's not even, that's not what makes me sad. (laughs) The change is what makes me sad. And so, um, and so we just, that's the conversation that started in July and just, I have notes and I haven't even looked at them one time. (laughs) But anyway, and so I guess for me, it's never been an option because I'm a root digger and I'm a loyalist, so it's a loyalty thing for me, and that's a high value for me. It's like I could be at a church and be miserable, but if, like, we said this is our church, then I'm loyal to the pastor and his wife, even if I hate it. And Kevin's not made that way. He's more like, no, we do what's right for our family, and it's okay to to make decisions and change things up. And all of my boys, except Caden's more like me, they're all a little bit, like, up for new adventure, new change, and it doesn't phase them. They're like – 
Jesse, like Sam's my biggest sadness and you mm. about PCS. And Jesse's like, Sam is like, we live seven miles away from each other. We go to the same church. Like he's, he is, he's my brother. We're going to go spend a whole week at Deer Wander. And I'm like, change is change. It still brings change. It will still change things. And if you do football, I'm no longer sitting in the sidelines with the mamas who I love watching soccer. Like that, that was my joy. Mm. And not even going to sit in the sidelines watching soccer at this new school with new moms that I could get to know that. I'm going to be on bleachers for football with mothers I don't know at all. So it's changed for me too, you know, and it's scary and it's hard for me too. Um, Anyways, so I guess my question to you guys is, are, is, question. (laughs) Is, are. (laughs) Are you guys made like me? If your boys came to you and said, and the other difference I just have to say which is different from your boys, is they started their kindergarten all the way up. So this is their deep-rooted home. Mm. And we've been there really two and a half years because one year we went virtual for the whole half a year. So there is a little bit of a difference too as far as the root-digging piece of it. It's not as much that way. But for me, wherever I go, you're, you're all in. I'm all in. And I'm all in until I die <laughs> or until you move me. And so this is – but I'm also – I'm also okay with trying something new and my kid's been sad for a couple of years and wanting to try something new. And so I don't want to make it any bigger than it is, but I also don't want to get any smaller than it is. Do you know what I mean? And so take the floor and don't shoot me in the face. Amber. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we've had a similar journey, but different. Mm-hmm. And so I can, I won't speak to part of that, but I will speak to when Parker wanted to go to public school. I was really, I was no, no, mm. no, absolutely not. No, 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 no. And, and for a year you made him stay, right? I, I made him stay, I made him stay in a place that broke him. And I now have so much regret, but I did it because of my fear and I did it because of, my, it was my fear. It had nothing to do with Parker. And, or I thought it did, but when I really dug deep, when I really dug into what I was feeling, it wasn't. It was my fear, fear of, fear of man mm-hmm. instead of fear of the Lord. And so, um, and it's, I have fear of man and letting him go. Yeah. It's easier for me if I make him stay. Yeah, same, same. But it's still the same fear when you get oh, yes, to the, the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. when you get to the to the core of it. It's still fear of man, mm-hmm. and I was the same way. Like I envisioned what my children like when I thought of them in high school. Like I was like, oh, this is what it's going to look like. That boom, boom, boom. It's all going to be the same. We're going to have this tradition, and everyone. And and now I'm halfway through all my kids graduating. And yet, have we had one the same? Yeah. And Parker will be a senior next year, and he will be graduating from Bangor High, which is a public school. So, like, we now actually kind of laugh about it. Like, we thought, in our great wisdom, kids Peter go to the same I, school, grow up, graduate. Our, my children are going to be all like this, and they're all going to do this, and they're all going to be this. And now, <clears throat> it's not anything like that. So... And with Parker, when I allowed, when Peter and I said, okay, when we listened to him, his 
rise has been impressive. Like I have been very impressed with how he handles himself. Is he perfect? No. (laughs) Is any child perfect? No. Is he going to make mistakes? Yes. Is he going? Is Is the grass greener? Not necessarily. Oh, and that was the Mm -hmm. big, that was the most interesting part was Mm -hmm. I think his idea of what I tease him. So I don't think he'd be, he doesn't listen anyway, but I I was teasing him because I was like, you think it's going to be like high school musical (laughs) and you're going to walk down the hall and everyone's going to be like, Parker, hey buddy. And there's going to be like a basketball sequence and you're going to do some dancing and, you know, like there'll be a girl and you'll do a do-si-do or you know what I mean? Like I, and he was like, I don't think that mom, I don't think that. And, but I think he did. And it's mm-hmm. not that. And he sees, he sees the hypocrisy. He sees everything that I was afraid, I was afraid he was going to get enveloped in it. And he sees it. He sees it. And we talk about it. And I don't, he doesn't. He doesn't love it. Like, he doesn't, like, it's not like he loves school. Like, he he likes it. He likes, he has a very small group of friends, mm-hmm. but he doesn't choose to spend time with them outside of school, really, besides sports. So, like, if he's going to have, like, he had a week off of work, where was he? He was with your boys. He was with his friends from his other school. He was with his family. Like when he can choose, mm-hmm. that's not his first choice and that's okay. But when he's with them, they have fun and he's kind and they come over to the house and I make them smoothies and it's fine. But he doesn't have roots there. And part of that makes me sad because I want him to have roots, but I don't want him to have roots there. So it's like you you kind of have to let some parts go. So like, mm-hmm. you know, my son's not going to have – Neither of my children, none of my children. Nanny. Nanny. Nanny of them have have deep roots Mm -hmm. in something which was, that was my vision. Mm -hmm. But they don't. And that's okay. But what they do have. You also fight for your roots, I think. Because like, I think of my friendship with Rachel. We have never meshed for long in one place. A few years we lived together, one of us moves away. The the literal year we leave our church, that becomes her church. <laughs> mm. Our kids are in the same school for, for a couple mm. of years. Maybe they're not going to be. But we've – like this is what I was talking to Lundy about on the car. As I said, the, your whole life you fight for what's important exactly. to you. And so Richie and I, we've always fought for it. Yep. Even when we lived in Pennsylvania, we blogged and yeah. we emailed a lot. Mm. But like – so this for me is like you – it's not the roots that I would choose. I, if I had my way, we would have – from the time we got married, we would be in whatever church. But then I look at it and I'm like, if I had stayed in that house and stayed in that church, like my life, it's so much richer because of all the changes and adventures right. and our mm-hmm. and our exactly. sphere of people that we know and love is rich and huge and all over the, literally the world and Maine. But so mm-hmm. – if and the Lord had I let mean. me write my yeah. own story, it would be so different. But at the same time, I do think Journey with Jesus is a wild ride. And I do try to lean in and listen and I guess do the best I can for all my people and then also fight for me what's important to me. Right. And even teaching the kids that. And I do think for boys, it's it's different. Like for us, we 
our roots are involved doing life together. Women. Women. And I think men, it's more like this will fill his cup today, them sitting around in the chairs and swimming, you know, and whatever. It will be like, it's going to be different. He's not going to ride in cars and he's not going to play in the same sports. And so it is going to be very different. And so for me, it's broken. (laughs) And Kevin's like, it's it's different, but they can still keep their friendship and fight for their friendships. Hmm. <clears throat> I mean, this is hard for me to speak into in real time because I, know. I feel like we have not even talked about it, period, except for a text. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I that this is the hardest change of this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the reasons why is because last year was like the sweetest. It just came together. All of my ch- all of my children, both of my two children were happy on all the fronts, school mm-hmm. front sports. And they did also have like a epic year. And I was also really, really involved in it mm-hmm. as a mom. And I think it'll just take me a while to mm-hmm. like mourn that. Mm-hmm. And me too. The sh- I'm still a little bit in the shock of realizing that that won't stay the same. And you're like, Jesse's not the, even the only one, like you know, there were rumors at the beginning of the summer, there were rumors that other kids were going to come to P like it was going to even get bigger and, mm. and better. And then, but then all of a sudden it, well, not all of a sudden it was like the, like you were saying, like there's like these whispers of change mm-hmm. happening all summer. Mm-hmm. And another one of Sam's friends, in fact, the last of his friends who is matriculated up through kindergarten with him is leaving also to go to this other school. And so for the him, same one, yeah. So for him, he's the last one standing. Mm-hmm. And I I would say that I'm more devastated than he is even. He's much more objective. I don't know if that's because he's a boy. I think it is. But he he actually came and said he's like, "Mom, I'm not devastated." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was he's like, "I mean, I'm sad and I wish it wasn't like this." But he's mm-hmm. like, "I don't go to school to make friends Mm -hmm. i'm in school for school i'm in sports because i love it i'm gonna play wherever i am to my best like he was being so objective about it and he was able to all the things that you said about how friendships that are meant Mm -hmm. to stay will figure out how to fight for them no matter what but they will change. change and so that's hard and i think they change maybe even more so for guys because they're not as communicative. Like, mm. I can't fight for Sam's friendships anymore. It's also, it's inappropriate. I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like, hey, you want to make a play date? It's yeah. just like. <laughs> Especially now that they both have You're driving. And stuff. You're yeah. driving. You have a job. You yeah. have your own phone. You have your own mind. You have your own heart. You have your own mm-hmm. agenda for all of your days. And so I was like, I, I feel like. So I think there's that the the suddenness of him driving and me realizing that like wow last year was so special mm-hmm. that but it was also the last year and I didn't see that coming yeah. do we ever no mm-hmm. and so I'm that's real right I think right now mm-hmm. and in mm-hmm. real time we never know what's going to be the last mm-hmm. right like we're still doing dear wonder but like I feel like Kurt and I are getting to the end of mm-hmm. that and like this might be our last year maybe not but like I feel like God is 
showing us that we're tired that mm. we he may have that he has other people that can take the torch soon like not again like not yet but like he I think sometimes some things are just the way that they happen it it can't happen any other way like mm-hmm. at first I felt hurt that we weren't part of any conversations being had because like we're some of the closest people to your family and that for me to just like overlook a text to my kid was like the hardest way to find out well like I said our moms don't even know right so and still um well and it was just like the way it was like yeah it was a really good ride friend but now I'm off to a new adventure and I was just like that's what he said yeah yeah and I was I to see one going off to a quote-unquote new adventure and have yours be the one that's left behind Mm -hmm. again because we've done this already Mm -hmm. and my kids are the ones that stay Mm -hmm. in the in the muck in the mire or the whatever and it's like we've decided as a family that we're just this is the ground that God planted us in Mm -hmm. and we do have deep roots there and even though it's like been a really hard like whole decade and a half of growth and then falling back and then one year where Henry couldn't go and then but for the most part we've like stayed in the place where God planted us and watched other people come and go and Mm -hmm. so I think this for me was the like a straw that broke my emotional back Mm. as far as like feeling so tired of change but Mm. also I really did feel God after like a couple days where I was like I couldn't even talk about it I was really really down I like wasn't myself and I felt really sad about everything I was just like you know God wants to be the only thing in our life that doesn't change Mm. he wants to show us that somehow that it like life is change Ugh. that's all it is it's, it's so true we don't know what tomorrow is gonna bring like I've been wicked sick for like the past two weeks with like some things that have been like even really scary and there was one day where I went to the ER and they like coded me as septic and I remember being on the bed and just it happened so fast and I was just like Today, I, literally an hour ago, I was just like watching a movie in my bed resting. And now I'm in the ER and they're putting monitors on my heart because I'm tachycardic and my my vitals are all over the place. And they're worried that I'm septic and they're rushing blood work. And I'm like crying for my sister to come down because mm. she's in the hospital somewhere as a nurse. And I'm like, I know you're here. And like, I wanted mm. Hannah. And my poor husband, I was like, go away. I want Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he just it's fine like he's just like Hannah (laughs) (laughs) Hannah we'll go find her (laughs) but like so quickly I was literally just like well maybe I'm gonna die I've known two people in my own life who died from sepsis and so I was terrified when they were like I think this is what wrong because mm-hmm. I I was getting worse and worse from this infection that I was getting and I was like I don't I thought maybe I had a kidney infection it mm-hmm. turns out I wasn't either one of those things actually but like it was a super scary moment mm-hmm. that went on for about seven hours and I was just like okay I just you have to really really be ready to lose everything including your life you have to be ready to lose those around you 
I can't get so wrapped up in the blissiness. Mm. But like last whole year. I don't year, know. I think it's okay to get wrapped up in the blissiness, to love it. I think it's okay to love it and be all in when it happens because I think those are the gifts. I think mm. so much of life is change and hard and adjusting that when – the, the moments of sweet spots happen, it's okay to sit in them and be like... It's so much more painful though. Like, it when is. It's over. I know. <laughs> I feel is. like that's what the Lord... I feel like... It, I don't know when which time of change this happened with me, but there was a time when I was like, I'm done. I'm done being all in with my yeses because I know it's not going to be long or it's not going to be... La- it's not going to last or it's going to be fleeting and my time frame is different clearly than anybody in my family's or the Lord. So... I'm going to let my yes be ish and I'll just kind of make a show of being there. And that is so, oh, it's just crappy. It's a crappy place to live. And I lived that for a while. And and now I feel like even if I hate something, I'm just going to, I want to be here for it. And I want to be when the sweet spots align to be, mm-hmm. to not be like, well, it's everything seems really sweet, but I'm not going to love it because it's going to change tomorrow. Because right. yeah. that's... Right. I think here for it is good. And that's what that's been something I've said a bunch of times. Yeah. I mean, I, when we were at Peaks Kenny, so the, some some things are still hard for me about that. And I'm like, yeah. I'm here. Yeah. I'm yep. here for it. Yeah. I, I, I'm showing up. Yes. Showing up. And I'm going to show good... up and I'm, I'm going to smile. And I was like, all right. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to football games now and soccer games from not my school and other soccer games that are That's my exactly school. what I and, said. I said, well, uh, my schedule's fuller now because I've got PCS basketball and soccer and BAPS football. So here yeah. we go. Clear the schedule, here we go. Hey, Bangor football. Bangor football. Right, but we did okay. that. Yeah, I was did. just like, okay, all the things. Yep. All yep. the things. All the teams. All the things. I'm cheering for everyone. It's just a universal <laughs> I hope everybody cheering. wins. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's what's so beautiful is because that, that's the roots, Rach. It's roots, roots is us. That we fight right. for. That we're fighting for. And, and so it can't be just not where always, we are. Right. It has to be more of a long term. But I think that's why the text broke me because it was like, bye. I'm off. Well, I don't think that's <laughs> how it was like, from him. No, I know. That's just like how it hit my heart. He got the final confirmation from us because we still were like, oh, we're talking about it. You know, well, I'll go tour the school. Like he kept saying, so what's the answer? What's the answer? And so that day that he texted him, I said, I think we're okay with moving forward, buddy, and just moving forward. And so he shot it off because he's like, I want him to hear from me. And so that for... I do love that. From a man's perspective, it was, this is how I love my friend. Well, he's like, I don't want him to hear it from anybody else. And I said, well, the problem is I've told nobody and now my friend heard it secondhand. So I'm, I'm not mad. At, I'm not, I wasn't mad at him, but I was like, and so now I was going to, today was going to be the, I wasn't going to do it through podcast either. I was going to face to face, but I was like, big things need to be done face to face with friendships, with at least my friendships. And so he's like, I just, I needed him to hear it from me. And so, and, and then he read me Sam's text back. He's, he's like, I think he's okay with it. And I was like, that's a very gracious text from your friend, a very mature text, you know? And, and so he's like, we're, we're good, mom. We're still so good. And I was like, I'm sure you are. I also think he's probably said, and that was a very gracious response. And so. Yeah, it's easy to be gracious in a text. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I saw him when he got home from work that day. Mm. And so. Yeah. I, it's. It's all hard. It's all hard. hard. And one person's change is everything has a ripple. 
everything yes, yeah. you know i'm the, so tired of those ripples me too. i'm just yeah. like for the love can't we just all be you have ripple fatigue i have ripple yes, trauma ripple. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. you have ripple fatigue because well, the thing is a word. ripple trauma because mm-hmm. i think that's the thing i'm is eating like, i'm stress eating yeah i know well i already said Oh, I'm doubling up my pumpkin spices at coffee uh, for soccer games. I'm going to treat myself to all the coffees extra. I'm going to go in with two. (laughs) Got one for each hand. And if that's what keeps me happier and cozier, so be it. But I I mean, in some ways, it's actually good because, like, this is going to be the first year that both my boys are on official teams. Oh, geez. Like, Henry was on – he was extra – and, yeah, like a uh, mm-hmm. yeah, sort of like a B team replacement filler or whatever. I was like, this year he's actually gonna most likely make the team. Please Jesus! And but that's gonna be crazy anyway. I was like, we're gonna Kurt and I won't probably. I mean, there's gonna be limited times where we're gonna be together. Yep. Because he'll be tag teaming one and all the other, and it's like, and then between friends, I was just like, I'm just gonna do my best. Yeah. And I think of our friend Bess Levitt, who sometimes she's like, Hey, I'm here for 15 minutes. Woohoo! All right, I gotta yep. go to the other game, and, and then That's she goes true. there and cheers for 15 minutes, and then she goes to a third game, and because all of her boys have been yep, so same. different and different things, and then she's like, All right, and then she'd even show up to try to catch five minutes of Sam's game, and she'd be mm. like, Yay, Sam! And then she'd think, All right, I gotta go. I gotta go somewhere else. And I'm like, I hate that mm-hmm. so much. But I, she's doing her best. Yeah, she yeah. is so doing good. her That's best. Inspirational to choose to, to 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 show up and cheer. I'm here for you for these five minutes. I showed up to mm-hmm. cheer for you, even if I just caught the last five minutes. And you yeah. were on the bench. <laughs> Yeah. Or you're literally like, uh, you know, I uh-huh. showed up at the, and I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the end zone, just cheering for you, because mm-hmm. I was at three other games this afternoon. I was like, mm-hmm. if that's, if that's where we're at, then so be it, and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'm clearing my schedule for, for all my people, whatever that looks like. Gonna do my best. I hope that I could at least say that I show up for one or two games of everybody that I love. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like. But it is the same when you when it follows a, a blissy whole mm-hmm. year. That the whole was year like, was so perfect that it's like heartbreaking to have everything change. We're gonna look for the silver lining. We're gonna look for the joys. We're gonna fight to show up to all the things. And I feel like Amber, you did it first when you switched. Yep. Yeah. As far as and we fought for finding time to podcast and yeah yeah it's hard it's hard to listen to the lord and obey when you don't when that's not what you saw like when i left my first school like i literally believed that i was i believed deep in my soul that i was going to teach there for the rest of my life my co- mm. teaching career like mm. in my mind i was like i'm going to teach the children of the children like i right. generational teacher I was gonna, <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. that's what I believed and it was crushing to, Mm -hmm. to, but the Lord said no. And like, Mm -hmm. that's my job. Like Mm -hmm. my job is to obey the Lord. And, and so all I can do is what the Lord says, the next right thing. And so, you know, and every year you're right. Every year that's different. And sometimes you fight and say, no, we're staying and our roots are here. And that is what God's called you to do. And it's big and beautiful. Well, just to, just to, I did ask Sam. I was like, "All your friends are over there now. Do you want to go?" And he was like, 
no, I want to stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I actually get, I gave him an out. Mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, yes, our roots are there, but I wanted to stay flexible and open to other things. And I was like, do you want to go too, bud? Like, do you want us to try to make a hard pivot? And he's just mm. like, no. As you're talking, I'm list- I'm thinking of like, like the Lord teaches us the lessons we need to learn, whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I think for me, when I look at my whole life and all the things, my whole adult life, one of my biggest things, it's a value, but it's also probably a pride thing, I'm sure, is... Usually they are. Yeah. <laughs> is um, It's not people-pleasing. It's disappointing people mm-hmm. and and hurting people and and um, letting people down. And mm-hmm. so that happens with change and that happens with moves and that happens with job shifts and that happens with... And mm-hmm. I was saying to Kevin, I was like, you know, this... Who's in the forefront of telling, having to tell everybody? It's me. I have to go tell all the teachers. I have to go tell the moms. The, the thing that I hate the most, the thing that I value the highest, it's me in the front. It's not you. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesse tells his people, but mm-hmm. but I'm the one who tells all of the my people that are my age and at authority, which is like I would rather have my fingernails pulled out than disappoint somebody or mm-hmm. hurt them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so for me, it's and so it's like, what lesson is there here? Because I feel like every couple of years, this is this is on repeat for me, mm-hmm. and so it's super frustrating. <laughs> well, it yeah. also feels like the narrative that I've had to fight, Amy, is I'm a quitter. It yeah, feels like a quitter, absolutely, and that absolutely. people are going to think I'm a quitter. Like mm-hmm. what? Another school? You know, mm-hmm. like what's wrong with you mm-hmm. that you can't stay? Or for me, it's keeping my hard. word. Yeah, this was what we said we were going to do we're not keeping our word oh, this is the job that, that we were at that you're not keeping your word and that's not how it is in the scheme of like the spiritual and walking with the lord but but there is an element of that you're not dependable this was what this is what i can't depend on you even over here well she 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 tends to flit you know and i'm like that would not be my story that i would ever write for myself right you know ever in my life right. and so the irony is very interesting to me <laughs> I'll end with a verse. Reach, you can cut out whatever you want to cut from this. <laughs> Isaiah 26, 3 through 4 says, You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Trust in the Lord always, for the Lord God is the eternal rock. And so that perfect peace is where I'm like, okay, oof, I don't have it yet. That new school, new way to pay, new all the things, new routines, new sport, new two new schools, essentially, really. Yeah. And so... Um, You'll do. You'll all make the it. I promise. Yeah, but he will. He pro- that's his promise. Yeah. He'll keep mm-hmm. us in perfect peace if we keep our mind stayed on him. So that's the goal. Yeah. Amen. Well, stuff like this helps me put my mind back on him when I've clearly let it float to other things that are less important. <laughs> and I'll say, I left you guys first, and I was scared. I was like, well, there goes the podcast. There goes my friendships. There goes, you know, the kids' friendships. The kids' friendships. And they're still going strong. There's a there's a deeper there's a deeper cord that wraps the three of us together and our children than just a a, a place, an institution. It runs deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Amen. Hello, hello.